I think it's creating a vision and a process and a system to give you the lifestyle that you want. To live in alignment with your highest values, whatever they are. Living your perfect lifestyle and being able to do that because you've understood how to be able to leverage your tasks within your business and within your life as well. The freedom to be able to make the biggest impact, honestly. I think being able to do what you enjoy. So one, enjoying your journey to get there and two, making the most out of opportunities. Everything needs to be leveraged because then you can do more, you can. I think it's means choice. Gives you the choice to do what you want to do on your terms. Design the life you want. Hi there, it's Catherine Turner and welcome to a new sound and look leveraged lifestyle. Yes, if you've been joining us over the last few months, you'll know that we kind of took what I call a bit of a season break without a break, looking back at some of my previous content over the last two years and from the last 100 episodes. And we did a bit of a highlights reel, looked at some of the best of, we re-edited some of the old content. And yeah, just hopefully you found that really useful, whether you're new to Leverage Lifestyle or you're an old hat leverager um, and you've been with us from the beginning. I hope that's been useful for you. But we are back with some brand new content and uh, a bit of a new look and a new feel. But I'm going to update you that on that at the end of the episode. Uh, but for now, I want to do some brand new content, which is what I've been working on while we've kind of had this break without a break, and that's the principles of a leveraged lifestyle. And I've come up with nine, and I feel like there's possibly a tenth that maybe I've missed, or I don't know, that it's not quite coming to me and my brain just yet. And so this is where I want you, the listeners, to get involved. And as I share with you these nine principles I have for you, uh, if you think there's a tenth, then please get in touch all my social media info and contact details are in the show notes as usual and yeah or maybe jump on the Leverage Lifestyle community on Facebook if you're not already there just do a quick search in Facebook for Leverage Lifestyle uh, or go to bit.ly forward slash LLOCFB group and yeah just come and share with me in there you know is there a tenth is there something you think I'm missing from these nine that I'm about to share with you I would love your input on this after all I think that's a power of the leverage lifestyle, your network and your community. So let's just jump straight in with those nine principles of a leveraged lifestyle. Number one is freedom and choice. Now, these are key and central and pretty much the, the key words I think of when it comes to living a leveraged lifestyle and creating a leveraged lifestyle. And I really do believe freedom starts in your mind in your mindset and having this idea of being free in your mind, not being cluttered by things literally uh, and mentally in your mind and having that ability to choose your life. And I do say that with a caveat, of course, that you're going to have uh, potentially uh, parents or at least parents uh, that will have been in your life at some point or guardians or a partner, maybe even children or other dependents that you may have to compromise on those choices with. And, you know, uh, quote unquote, being able to be your own boss. There's always people you're going to be accountable to, especially customers and things like that. But I do think you can choose that, of course, and have 
freedom in the life that you're trying to create. And that is central and key to a leveraged lifestyle. Number two is living to your values and really your highest values. And if that's something you're not really sure about, maybe you haven't joined us from the beginning, or maybe you have, but it was a long time ago, episode nine, I created a series of questions to ask yourself to help you uncover what your values are. If you're not quite sure about that, or if you've never done that exercise before. And for me, it's really comes down to, are you living a life that you love? Because if you're living in alignment with your highest values, then it's very likely that you love your life. Uh, And when you're having those moments where it's tough or doesn't feel quite right, it's probably because it's not in line with your values or it's not tying into your values, or maybe you just can't see how it can align with your values. So that's another thing that maybe something you're doing doesn't feel like it's in line with your values, but maybe it's something you've got to go through uh, to kind of get to your values and therefore doing an exercise where you can try and line them up is really helpful. Number three is designing a life you want. So again, this comes up, uh, ties in that very first principle, and these are in this particular order for a reason. And designing a life, I do believe no matter who you have got around you, whoever is the influences in your life, whether that's parents, teachers, peers, partners, children, um, I believe you are the designer of your own life. And it's about life that you want. And I think too often now, especially on social media, we are surrounded by these people who are literally termed influencers. And the trouble is sometimes that means we can't distinguish between the life that we want and the life they're living. And we're trying to copy their life entirely. When actually what you want to be doing and why I've deemed these principles for a leveraged lifestyle and not rules, because I don't believe that would be a leveraged lifestyle, uh, taking a principle or a another word could be an element of that lifestyle and how they've created it and then putting on top what you actually want, the design you want. So for example, I will share with you lots of different ways that people have created some time freedom in their life. And maybe that's the principal element that you like because you want to use your time differently than what you are now. But what someone else has chosen to fill that time with is then travel. But you might not like travel. You might like to be a homebody and staying around family and and people close to you in your your own home environment. So therefore, travel wouldn't be the thing you would do. Um, But I see so many people kind of trying to live their life or trying to chase that shiny penny that someone else has got, someone else is doing, because that's what they think they want, because they've never taken the time to design their own life. So that's why I think uh, that's the third principle of a leveraged lifestyle, designing a life that you once, not someone else has designed for you. And I think more importantly than ever, I've seen, especially as now becoming a parent, is that I want to be able to give my children the tools and of course the people that I work with and my audience the tools to design a life they want and then use that to design their own life and what they want to do and fill that time with. But again, like making it clear that They've got that freedom to do it. They've got the choice to do that and not trying to dictate what they do with that freedom and choice. That's really um, key. Principle number four is about mastering your emotions and as part of that, learning to let go of them. Now, when I talk about emotions, of course, there are positive emotions that we may want to feel more of that may help us on our journey, you know, love and happiness and joy and caring and kindness and all of that good stuff. That's great because that's going to motivate and inspire us and 
give us that leveraged lifestyle, I believe. But the being able to master those emotions is when we can try and take the negative emotions out of situations, out of our kind of how we feel at that time if it's not serving us and it's not giving us our leveraged lifestyle and being able to let go of those negative emotions like guilt, like grudge, like hate and because they're not going to serve us and give us the life we want and instead learning to master that idea of letting go not only with our emotions but equally with things like tasks we might give to a new team member or a virtual assistant that I've heard so many times uh, people that we've helped hire their virtual assistants that you know they really struggle with this idea of letting go and what to let go of and how to do it and that feeling that they they're the, they're the best person to do that job and they don't want anyone else to do it and and it's only when we are able to hand over that we can scale that we can create a lifestyle we want because we're not having to do everything all the time we can let go of that responsibility and yes, delegate and um, manage those people. But, you know, not having to do all those things and letting go can free you up, give you more choice, give you more ability to uh, live the life that you're designing for yourself, essentially. Number five and principle number five is intentional living or living intentionally, if you are. And this is about being really intentional about the life that you want to live, the things you bring into your life, uh, whether that's people, whether that's physical things, and being a lot more intentional about how you live your life, what you do with your time, how it sometimes can be drained from you by being unintentional with your time on things like social media and, and TVs and things that, again, just drain and waste your time. And instead being more intentional about where you're putting your time and your energy and your money and things like that into, again, with stuff and physical items, because otherwise it can start cluttering up your life. And before you know it, all your time has been taken, all your energy has been drained because you've not been intentional with that. So principle number five, intentional living. Number six is then playing to your strengths. And by strengths, I mean really your talent, your knowledge, your experience, what sets you in flow. And I did, again, I did an episode on this, episode 10, about how you find those strengths and how you make sure you're playing to them. And there's kind of a 6.5 with that, is about doing what you do best and then going to leverage the rest. So um, you, playing to those strengths, you know, sharing those along the way, and then concentrating on what you're really good at, because I do believe Again, the educational system sometimes sets us up the wrong way in the sense that we're, we're encouraged to look at our weaknesses and to try and strengthen them up. Um, but actually, what I think happens in later life is we really need to concentrate on what our strengths are and then delegate and manage out and outsource those things that we're not so great at. Uh, and that actually becomes a better skill in life. And of course, yeah, there'll be certain skills you want to have at a, a, a certain level, you know, use of language and writing and reading, um, some you know basic mathematics uh, and, and things like that. But otherwise, I think it's then going, okay, what, you know, am I a more practical person? Am I a more vocational person? Am I a more academic person? And really kind of seeing that and, and it being okay. And then when I say about leveraging the rest, it's like, can we leverage a system to help us with it? Can we leverage a person? Can we maybe even leverage a partner? Because what I found in life is actually my partner's strengths, 
seem to be where I have a lot of weaknesses and vice versa, where he has weaknesses, they're usually my strengths. And that's a great partnership. So whether that's a, a life partnership or a business partnership, that's a great way to go and find the right partner. But looking at your strengths and weaknesses and seeing where you can um, you balance each other out, essentially. Um, but I want to be clear, though, because when I was speaking through these principles with my husband, he was like, well, what if you're not the best at something yet, but it's something you want to do? And that's why these are in order. And so if something that you want to design into your life is, for example, learning another language or learning an instrument or a hobby, and you're obviously not going to be the best at that when you first start, but it's likely going to be something that's kind of in your flow or that you have what you might, some people might quote as like natural talent for, but maybe that's because you're great at playing the piano because you've got long fingers and, and you've just got that dexterity or something like that. Maybe you're really good at painting because you've got a really good eye and you see colours differently. So that's why we talk about kind of this natural ability. Sometimes there are some things I think ingrained in us, um, you know, whether it's DNA or nurture or nature, whatever happens, like I do think there's certain things that seem to be ingrained in one person different to another. And and so it's then going, okay, if learning another language, you're not going to be the best at that language to start with. But what I would leverage is someone who's better, not necessarily the best, like maybe you can't afford that, but someone who's going to be a lot better or is fluent in that language, who can share with you the best way to learn that language, the best way to get started. And so it's going to reduce the amount of time to get there. And that's where I would use leverage. And that then leads into principle number seven, uh, which is uh, about leveraging your network and then also leveraging your time and your money. So there's kind of three within that one principle. Uh, leveraging your network is then, you know, the people you know, your peers, but also the people they know and the, the wider network, the wider network you're tapped into through social media, for example. You know, we're networked into thousands and millions of people uh, thanks to the internet. So leveraging that network, whether that's you know physically around you or the wider network. When I talk about your time, obviously that's not uh, something you'll have inside you. Time is is relative for everyone, of course, but it's about uh, using that time, for example, net time, no extra time. I've done a series of three episodes on that. If you want to go back in the archives about how you get the most out of your time that you do have in the day. After all, we only have 24 hours in our day. And then leveraging your money. So these are, again, like kind of key areas to help you have a leveraged lifestyle. And when I talk about money, it's thinking about things like compound interest and using that in your favour so that your money can be making money even whilst you sleep, for example, um, investing it wisely, um, getting some help and leverage around that as well from people who have more understanding and experience in that area. But it's also creating assets that or putting your time and energy and knowledge into creating assets that will give you passive income and money. Because look, I don't think that money is the be all and end all, but I do think it will help you have the lifestyle you want. You know, if you want to travel, if you want to have a nice car, money will help you do those things, right? So I don't care what you end up spending your money on. I, I do hope you use it for good and uh, for the good of your, yourself and your family, of course, not for bad and evil. Um, <laughs> but it is about leveraging that so that you can make the most of it in your lifetime essentially and and what you want to get from it. So that's principle number seven. Principle number eight, uh, and again I've done a specific episode on this, uh, episode 84, is systemizing, automating and outsourcing and specifically in that order. So 
and creating systems, not just in your business, but also in your life and creating the lifestyle you want. So, you know, a system for your cleaner to help them make the most of the time that you're paying them systems in your business so that you don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over. You can hand over someone else or automate it into a system to do uh, or a piece of software to do for you next would be, um, like I said, this is in an order. Uh, And then finally, once you've got that in place, it would then be looking to outsource anything left over to a virtual assistant, a team member or a cleaner, a gardener, if we talk about lifestyle elements, and so that you've got those pieces in place to create your leveraged lifestyle. So the principle is that you systemize, is that you then automate, and then finally you outsource. And that's number eight. So we're finally at number nine, the the final principle here of a leveraged lifestyle. And that I've termed paying it forward. Now, I, I like that term because it's kind of a catch-all but what I mean by that is once you've got these things in place and this is why this is number nine is it should give you the ability to give back so whether that's then from the time you freed up whether that's being able to give back by employing people and being able to pay them a wage whether that's because you're uh, you've invested wisely your money and you're able to then give uh, philanthropically um, become a philanthropist um, or just you know give to charity that you that you want to uh, also you could give back through your knowledge whether that's um, sharing this podcast for example would be a way I, I believe of paying it forward uh, it would be your knowledge as well so for example if someone wants to for example learn a language and you're fluent in another language and you're able to teach that you could pay that forward now I'm not saying that you'd be doing that all for free no um, but again it's just different ways we can give back and pay pay it forward in life and I do think that gives us a leveraged lifestyle because I, I think we're here for a purpose and that we have more to give. Uh, and like I said, we do have to put those other principles in place first because we need to get strong to be able to give strong. And so we need to make sure, you know, we've created the life we wanted. We've leveraged those things in the right way, in the right order to enable us to then pay it forward and to give back through time, through money, through knowledge, through our strengths. Uh, and, and so that for me really is the principles of a leveraged lifestyle. Now, um, this will be up shortly as a kind of essay on uh, the new website, which again is uh, part of the new look of everything. It's um, all being built at the moment. So there should be, uh, there'll be more added to it as we go along. But the new website for you is Live Life. Oh, I knew I was going to go this wrong. <laughs> uh, Live Life Leveraged. Dot com. So L-I-V-E-L-I-F-E, then leveraged, L-E-V-E-R-A-G-E-D.com. So live life leveraged.com. Because I feel like that just said what I wanted to do. I want everyone to live life leveraged. It's as simple as that. See, I just need to slow it down. That's all I need to do. You have to get the, uh, the website correct. So everything that I do and talk about and um, information from show notes. Um, You'll find the podcast feed on there. 
it's all kind of getting built out at the moment. Uh, you'll find a lot more kind of essays and writing pieces on there. Uh, you'll be able to find these nine principles. Uh, there'll be obviously a contact form on there as well if you want to get in touch. Um, but that is now going to be the central point to everything. So I know I've probably given you a lot of different websites over these last couple of years as we've tried to refine everything. But for me, this is where I now want to make sure that all my efforts are aligning and coming into one particular space because I feel like one of the things that uh, I say I wanted to share with you in coming up in these new Leverage Lifestyle podcast episodes and, and kind of everything that's built around it really comes together in one place. And so you'll find that in livelifeleverage.com. And so what's coming up on the podcast and this kind of uh, new look, new feel, uh, new formats as well. So uh, I, I do believe every uh, or some of the your favourite stuff uh, we're going to obviously keep, of course, and that's the the key principles, the the key action steps, the the how to elements of a leveraged lifestyle always seem to go down really well and seem to be popular episodes. So I'm going to make sure I do more of them um, and do at least two of them per month. Um, so they're kind of my solo episodes that obviously I may have been influenced by people along the way uh, in a good way. Should I should have said uh, inspired, should I say yes, inspired by other people and the principles around it as well to kind of share with you how to then uh, implement that into your life and uh, get the most out of it. Then there will be each month an interview. And uh, again, I've, I've started some of these already. There's a few people I'm reaching out to. But again, I would love your input into who you think I should be interviewing, whether that's maybe another podcast host, another podcast that you love listening to, and you think there'd be some great synergy there some great things to learn, but basically people who you believe are living what you would deem a leveraged lifestyle, who are living to these kind of principles, who seem to, you know, have a life that you'd love to learn from and, you know, living a life that you would love. And that can be anything. Um, I was having an interview with a guy who's lived in Costa Rica for the last 20 years, who helps other people uh, move out to there and create a lifestyle out there or retire out there. Um, this is people who might be living what you call maybe a more intentional living. So maybe a minimalist lifestyle or a tiny house living. This could be anything like this. You can see what I've been inspired by recently and what I've been watching and listening to recently. But so these are some things I'm going to be looking into over the next few months and who I'm going to be reaching out to. But again, if you've got any thoughts around this, um, I'd love you to get in touch with those. And uh, finally, then we are opening up a special spot each month. Um, so it'll be the fourth episode of the month is going to be opened up to what we call a spotlight guest episode. And this is where we will feature a speaker. So they will have to already be uh, a speaker kind of whether they're on the circuit or not, whether they're, you know, speaking to their own audience, but they, they know how to put a talk together basically. And again, I'll be curating this as in, I will be shortlisting them and uh, giving them the go ahead to share their message with you, the Leverage Lifestyle audience. And of course, making sure their message is a good fit for uh, what we talk about here on this podcast. But essentially, I'm opening up these spots um, to speakers who've got a message I think needs to be shared. And rather than just interviewing them, which I think anyone could do, they will come on and share with you, say, uh, you know, whatever they want to, 20 minutes, 75 minutes, um, probably going to cap them about 75 minutes just so we don't uh, go too far off the usual kind of format and share with you their talk and their 
how they've created their leveraged lifestyle and what they do in their life. And uh, I'm really excited about that. And again, this is where you can, if you believe you would be a good fit for a spotlight guest episode, you can put yourself forward and there's a process around that. So again, just uh, DM me or email me on the email address in the show notes. And again, it's just a way that we can spotlight some great guests and people maybe you wouldn't have heard from otherwise on this podcast and just, again, frees me up to share um, and do more with my time as well. So I really thought this could be a great feature. We're going to see how it goes. We've got four spaces uh, available until the end of this year and we'll see how they go and see how you like them. And um, this is down to you, leveragers. You give us your feedback and we try and, um, you know, go with the flow. So that I thought would be something you would get a lot of value from. So like I said, each month we're going to have at least two kind of how-to action episodes from myself, an interview and then a spotlight guest episode. So again, if you know of anyone who should be a guest spotlight guest or you want to be one yourself to get in touch, but that's kind of the new look, the new format, everything coming under that new website, as I said, livelifeleverage.com. Uh, nice tongue twister. That I have to kind of blame my husband for that one a little bit, <laughs> um, but actually I think it's really good. Uh, I love that kind of the alliteration. So that is it for me. This is the brand new, uh, if we want to call it season two, I don't know. Um, but we are back with all new brand new episodes and content now. And um, I do really just want to keep saying just thank you for being a leverager. Thank you for being involved. Um, come and check out the new website. Uh, I'm going to put a lot of our resources on there as well that you'll be able to download for free. And uh, yeah, just just do come and check out the website. And as always, you know, just I, I love getting your feedback. I love hearing from you. And so make sure you're part of the Leverage Lifestyle community on Facebook. And if you're not on there, get on your social media that you do love and, and hit me up on that. That'd be great. All the information in the show notes as always. Um, but yeah, I I kind of have changed my, uh, my sign up. Uh, it kind of works with the new website, right? I do believe that it's uh, it's time to live life leveraged. <laughs> <laughs>